The following is a reading of a Wikipedia article. The biases or possible interpretations are not those of myself or of Link. Wikipedia English, Falun Gong. Falun Gong, or Falun Dafa, is a spiritual practice founded in China by Li Hongzhi in 1992. It has five sets of meditation exercises and seeks to develop practitioners' hearts and character according to the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance, articulated in the main books of Falun Gong and Zhuang Falun. The teachings deal with issues such as cultivation of virtue and character, moral standards for different levels, and salvation of all sentient beings. The books, lectures, and exercise materials have been translated into over 40 languages and are available on the Internet free of charge. According to Professor David Ownby, Falun Gong emerged at the end of Chinese Qigong boom and understands itself in terms of a centuries-old tradition of cultivation practice. Sinologist Barend Terhar regards it as a distinctly new form of Chinese religious movement shaped by the Maoist revolution. Another sinologist, Benjamin Penny, says that while Falun Gong is a Qigong cultivation system, the heavy emphasis on morality makes it appear to be a religion. Penny regards Falun Gong as one of the most important phenomena to emerge in China in the 1990s. The Encyclopedia Britannica characterizes Falun Gong as controversial. In April 1999, over 10,000 Falun Gong practitioners at the Chinese Communist Party headquarters, Zhongnanhai, silently protested beatings and arrests in Tianjin. Two months later, the Chinese government, led by Jiang Zemin, banned the practice and began a crackdown and massive propaganda p campaign. Since 1999, reports of torture, illegal imprisonment, beatings, forced labor, and psychiatric abuses have been widespread. 66% of all reported torture cases in China concern Falun Gong practitioners, who are also estimated to comprise at least half of China's labor camp population, according to the UN Special Rapporteur on Torture, Manfred Nowak, and the U.S. Department of State, respectively. In 2006, two high-profile Canadian lawyers published an investigative report concluding that since 1999, the Chinese authorities have systematically executed Falun Gong practitioners to harvest their organs for burgeoning transplant trade. As Falun Gong has no membership or rosters, the number of practitioners is unknown. In 1998, the Chinese government published a figure of 70 million practitioners in China. Clearwisdom.net, a Falun Gong website, claims 100 million practitioners in more than 80 countries. Beliefs and Teachings Falun Gong was introduced to the public by Li Hongxi in Changchun, China, in 1992. Its teachings cover spiritual, religious, mystical, and metaphysical topics. Falun Gong is an introductory book that discusses Qigong, introduces the principles, and provides illustrations and explanations of the exercises. The main body of teachings is articulated in the core book, Zhuan Falun, published in late 1994. According to the texts, Falun Gong, or Falun Dafa, is a complete system of mind-body cultivation practice. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is regarded as the fundamental characteristic of the cosmos, an omnipresent nature that permeates and encompasses everything from the most minuscule particles to the most gigantic cosmic bodies. In the process of cultivation, the practitioner is supposed to assimilate himself or herself to these qualities by letting go of attachments and notions, thus returning to the original true self. In Zhaolun Falun, Li Hongzhi says, As a practitioner, if you assim assimilate yourself to this characteristic, you are one that has attained the Tao. It's just such a simple principle.
the co- the content of Li Hongzhi's books includes commentaries on questions discussed in China's Qigong community for ages. According to David Ownby, Li saw the Qigong movement as rife with false teachings and greedy and fraudulent masters, and set out to rectify it. Li understood himself in Falun Gong as part of a centuries-old tradition of cultivation, and in his te- texts would often attack those who taught incorrect, deviant, or heterodox ways. Qigong scholar David Palmer says Li redefined his method as having entirely different objectives from Qigong. The purpose of practice should neither be physical health nor the development of extraordinary powers, but to purify one's heart and attain spiritual salvation. Falun Gong no longer presented itself as a Qigong method, but as a great law or dharma of the universe. Falun Gong draws on oriental mysticism and traditional Chinese medicine, criticizes self-imposed limits of modern science, and views traditional Chinese science as an entirely different yet equally valid knowledge system. Concomitantly, says Yue Qi Zhao, a professor in the University of California, it borrows the language of modern science in representing its cosmic laws. Falun Gong is not conceptualized as a religious faith. On the contrary, its practitioners, which include doctorate holders from prestigious American universities, see it as a new form of science. In a seminar paper presented at the annual meeting of American Sociological Association, Kai T. Chow states, Li does not deny the existence of mystery, which just exists in another realm, he claims. He does not want his followers to think about this limitedly with scientific thinking, and thus close any possibility to view other possibilities. On the contrary, he encourages a radical, rational, and open way of thinking, namely, going beyond the common scientific logic, which can not only help them to know the scientific world, but also a world beyond science. Therefore, for Lee, or most cultivators, the most important thing does not lie in whether or not one can see or experience something mysterious, but how one can let it be and will not be influenced by it. Leading Falun Gong scholar David Ownby sees Falun Gong as first and foremost concerned with moral purpose and the ultimate meaning of life and death. Falun Gong understands itself as profoundly moral, according to Ownby, where the very structure of the universe, according to Li Hongji, is made up of the moral qualities cultivators are enjoined to practice in their own lives. Truth, compassion, and forbearance. The goal of cultivation, and hence of life itself, is spiritual elevation, achieved by eliminating karma, the built-up sins of past and present lives, which often manifest themselves in individuals as illness, and accumulating virtue. Through cultivation, Falun Gong promises personal harmony with the very substance of the universe. Ownby says that Lee's teachings do not focus on lists of do's and don'ts or sophisticated ethical discussions. Falun Gong teaches instead that followers should rid themselves of unnecessary attachments, to do what they know is right, and hence to return to the origin, to their original self. Falun Gong echoes traditional Chinese beliefs that humans are connected to the universe through mind and body, according to Danny Schechter. Li challenges conventional mentalities and sets out to unveil myths of the universe, time, space, and the human body. The opening statement of Shuan Falun includes the phrase, if human beings are able to take a fresh look at themselves, as well as the universe, and change their rigid mentalities... Humankind will make a leap forward. Li says that raising one's jing jing, mind or heart nature, moral character, is fundamental to cultivating oneself. Improving xing jing means relinquishing human attachments, which prevent people from awakening. The term attachments refer to jealousy, competitiveness, fame, showing off, pursuit of material gain, anger, lust, etc. In Chuan Falun, he states, you must eliminate all ill thoughts among everyday people 
Only then can you move up. Theoretical background. A group of people practicing Falun Gong in central Gothenburg, Sweden. Qigong, or Qigong, refers to a wide variety of traditional cultivation practices that involve movement and or regulated breathing, designed to be therapeutic. Qigong is practiced for health maintenance purposes, as a therapeutic intervention, as a medical profession, a spiritual path, or a component of Chinese martial arts. According to Zhu Jiang, writing for the Journal of Asian Studies, the discourses on Qigong theory broadly divide into naturalist and supernaturalist schools. The naturalist discourse involves scientific research on Qigong and seeks to understand it within a modern empirical paradigmatic framework, while the supernaturalist discourse is situated within a revival of nationalistic traditional beliefs and values and conceives Qigong as psychosomatic and metaphysical. Chu says, This discursive struggle has articulated itself as an intellectual debate and enlisted on both sides a host of well-known writers and scientists, so much so that a veritable corpus of literature on Qigong resulted. Each discourse uh, strives to establish its own order of power and knowledge, its own truth about the reality of Qigong, although they differ drastically in their explanation of many of its phenomena. At the center of the debate is whether and how Qigong can bring forth supernormal abilities. The psychosomatic discourse emphasizes the inexplicable power of Qigong and relishes its occult workings, whereas the rational discourse strives to demystify many of the phenomena and to situate it strictly in the knowledge of modern science. The Chinese government has generally tried to encourage Qigong as a science and discourage religious or supernatural elements. However, the category of science in China tends to include things that are generally not considered scientific in the West, including qigong and traditional Chinese medicine. David Aikman says that unlike in America, where many may believe that qigong is a socially neutral, subjective, New Age-style concept, incapable of scientific proof, much of Chinese scientific establishment believes in the existence of qi. He contends that controlled experiments by the Chinese Academy of Sciences in the late 70s and early 1980s concluded that qi, when emitted by a qigong expert, actually constitutes measurable infrared electromagnetic waves and causes chemical changes in static water through mental concentration. Theories about the cultivation of elixir, placement of the mysterious pass, among others, are also found in ancient Chinese texts such as the Book of Elixir, Taoist Canon, and Guide to Nature and Longevity. Falun Gong's teachings tap into a wide array of phenomena and cultural heritage that has been debated for ages. However, the definitions of many of the terms used differ somewhat from Buddhist and Taoist traditions. Francesco Sisi says that Falun Gong re-elaborated old, well-known Taoist and Buddhist routines, used the old vocabulary that people found familiar, and revamped them in a simple, persuasive way.